0: Welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm your host, Sal Interdonato, here with my co-host, Steve Anderson. This is another episode. We're on episode 101 now, the Black Knight Nation podcast, and we couldn't do it without our folks at Higher Echelon who sponsor us, Joe Ross, founder, who former Army coach, former Army uh, fullback, um, and former Army officer. Joe was on podcast number 100. Check that podcast out. Steve, man, he told some really good stories on that podcast guys if you have about an hour you mowing your lawn or you're on the beach getting a tan uh take a listen to that it's on spotify now too so if you have spotify you guys could just go to black Knight nation uh, uh first episode up is joe ross um check out black Knight nation our website we had i was at the scrimmage saturday steve i at the army scrimmage on saturday had my daughter there she was like my assistant there with photos and video and um man it was Cam Shore had a big game, a big scrimmage there, seven catches. I just wrote a story on him that's up on the website. We have exclusive interviews with Isaiah Austin. We have exclusive interviews with Isaiah Morris. We have um, Coach Munkin talking about the scrimmage too. So check that out. And our Black Knight Nation Instagram page is on fire. We're getting close to 1,000 followers. So, guys, if you want to give us a subscribe on YouTube, um, Twitter, and – Instagram, we appreciate it. Uh, Steve, you had a couple things to say before we welcome in our guest.
1: Yeah, no, uh, just wanted to um, give a shout-out to Coach Robert Lyles. Um, he's doing, um, you know, his very best. He's fighting for his life. Um, he's, he's getting better every day, but um, still a long, long road. He's, he's going to need a new heart. So if you guys can uh, just check out um, the Black Knight Nation page. It's been shared a couple times. Um, if you go to any Army football player that's played between 2007 and 2013, when Bobby Love was there, um, <laughs> I'm sure it's on their Facebook page or their Twitter account. I have the um, go, so, here's
0: the GoFundMe page right now, yeah, if you guys appreciate
1: uh, it, Sal. Um, um, yeah, it, and, yeah, you know, and, and Coach Lyles uh, continues to say, if you know anything about him, he just really appreciates the prayer. Um, he is a, a man of faith, um, and the GoFundMe is going. We're we're just under halfway there, yeah. um, to to getting the man a new heart, and uh, like his buddy says, uh, his heart didn't stop on him. He he ran to stop his heart. So um, anyway, I uh, just want to give a plug for uh, Coach Lyles. Um, he's doing he's down in Baylor, uh, Houston area, Baylor uh, St. Uh, Luke's uh, Hospital. So um, just uh, you know, give a dollar or just say a prayer for Coach Lyles.
0: Absolutely. To see everybody that's contributed to um, the GoFundMe page, you see a lot of former players' names on that list. Um, you know, Please go support that. Um, now we're going to welcome in our guest um, from Thomas University, Orlando Mitchens and Andy Wolfram. They both have Army football ties. Orlando coached the corners when he was there at Army. Jeff Munkin, uh, first staff, and Andy was the longtime coach at Army Prep. Guys, thanks so much for your time tonight.
2: Well, thank you for having us here. I, I, I'm enjoyed it. I, the only thing I wanted to say is I worked at West Point, and you never had me on your show. And now I'm away from West Point, and you have me on your show. So thank you.
0: <laughs> That's back when we were doing SoundCloud, Orlando. You know, oh we were doing, like,
2: audio only in those days. You, know? okay. yeah, you
1: gotta, Orlando, you got to remember me and Sal started this back uh, where we – I call it the year of the ring, which was 2016.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, where I lost my class ring. Did you and really? I, I lost it two weeks after getting it. Okay? Wow. I, I, I uh, you know, Air Force game weekend. It was kind of crazy. Uh, but <laughs> lost my class ring. Had the insurance on it. Um, okay. But I lost it in 2011. Or 2010. Really? Lost it in wow. 2010. In 2016, at the very beginning of the season, I get a call from AOG saying, Hey, um, is this a... Uh, uh, Captain Anderson, I was like, Yeah. And and they go, Do you have something subscribed on the inside of your ring? I said, Yes. And they I told them what it was, and they go, Hey, we have your ring. I was like, Oh, really? where did you find that?
2: Wow.
1: I go, where did you find that? And they go, in the bushes at the hospital. I was like, Oh god, <laughs> the heck was I doing around there? Wow. <laughs> but that was also the year that we broke the streak, Army beats right. Navy. So we right. caught it. It was hashtag year of the ring. Uh right. small story about about that but that's when we started so okay um and we were just doing soundcloud at the time but anyway hey appreciate you guys coming in i hit up andy as soon as i saw that he uh you know thomas university was a thing and i was like well i got i gotta learn about this because um super cool super interested in hearing more about so thank you for guys for uh for coming on
0: yeah and a question for you guys my first question and we'll throw it to to steve anderson man you still got some uh got some snaps in you, right? Is is Steve, is Steve eligible to play for you at Thomas University?
2: I'll I'll let Andy answer that question. <laughs> yeah, hey, absolutely. Come grab
3: a helmet, Steve. We're we're in need. We got spots. But,
1: and that and well, that's my first question. How do I have eligibility at a college football level if I've already used up my eligibility?
3: Yeah, I, I think actually uh, that's not quite true. Um, th- there are differences in NCAA, and, uh, in NCAA and NAIA eligibility, but but in, in general, it is the same. Uh, you have five years uh, to play four in the NCAA, and the NAIA, if not mistaken, it's 10 semesters to play four. Right. Your clock doesn't run exactly the same as the NCAA. But we are looking for veterans. I mean, that's what the program yeah. is built upon. I'm sure that's, you know. Uh, that information has been given out to you guys. And, and we're not like anybody else in the country, and, and that's why.
1: Yeah, no, and um, Andy, I mean, if I if – last year when I was in command, I had three super-athletic, talented soldiers, young NCOs that didn't know if the Army was for them, right? Mm-hmm. First initial guys, mm-hmm. super-athletic, didn't get a chance out of high school for whatever reason, got in trouble, didn't have the grades, join the army to figure it out um, and i think this is a i think this is just tremendous cuz those are the guys that you guys will get i mean it's guys that play in semi pro leagues in their off season that's yes, correct um, absolutely uh, i mean not even in off season just when when it's time those right. guys sign up for basketball leagues football correct. leagues they just they have to play sports and mm-hmm. they're the same age they're 21 22 years old
2: so. yes, correct Correct.
1: I'd be, I. I would probably say if, if your team is made up of mostly veterans, I would say your average age is probably around 24. Then, maybe 24.
2: That that inch. that is correct. You know, uh, and it's so tough right now to get to to get veterans because you don't you just don't know when they're going to exit out. So it's a, it's a hit and miss at this time. Uh, right now, we probably have on on the roster somewhere between three and four veterans. Um, but at the same time, I I think on a year basis, we'll probably try to land somewhere between five to 10 veterans a year. If we can do that, I think we're going in the right direction. Uh, Because as you know, being in in the military, you just can't, you just don't know when, you know, you're going to exit out. You know, you just don't know. uh,
1: Well, I'd also say um, guys like me are probably a a huge – uh, boost to like showing guys this is another opportunity. I don't know right. if a lot of guys know about this thing where it's like, Hey man, you don't have to use your GI bill. Just go dominate on a football field right and you can get it. You can keep your GI bill. And then, and then if you guys want to keep serving, you can come back as an officer if you want to, Correct. You know, you'll have a degree. So right. uh, I think, I think we owe it to you guys. I mean, I, I think this is a fantastic Idea, because there are—I mean, everywhere I've been, there are young soldiers mm-hmm. that are legitimately mm-hmm. in ch- extremely talented, but mm-hmm. just didn't have the right mentor, didn't have the the right decision making. You know, got yeah. in trouble, all that kind of stuff. Um, and if you can, if we can, if we can just share it about this this organization, this program. Um, I, oh man, I, I think you'll—I think you guys will be landing more than five to ten.
2: Uh, a year. I agree.
3: Steve, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, we you, everybody's going out on that PT field on Monday morning or, or, or whatever. And, and those guys walk among us. You see that guy and you're like, whoa, that guy could be doing something for somebody yeah, at the college level. We, yep. we got to find a way for him to, to help for him to get word that we are who we are. And there's a spot mm-hmm. for him in America. It's a roster spot set up for him. He's not just the token guy that runs out holding the flag at the Texas game yeah. and everybody cheers out of respect. And then he never plays. OK, we got roster spots set aside for these kind of guys. But you touched on it. How do you get that word out um, other than word of mouth? You know, the, the, Coach O just said that the Army doesn't keep a big database and, and they sure don't share it. If they did about these are all the guys that are getting out. Go ahead. Here, take. It, it just doesn't exist. So the challenge is how do we find ways to get our brand in front of departing service members? We're not trying to compete with the, the Department of Defense. If the guy wants to stay in, we're not going to go try and recruit him out of that. But we want to do is let him know there's a spot that's set up for you. It's not just an opportunity for veterans. It is set aside for veterans, and it's, it's going to be guys just like you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if, um, you know, like you said, you don't want to compete, but I, I do believe this is something we can get in front of the retention committee okay. um, or we can get in front of at SFL TAP, you know, Soldier for Life, mm-hmm. um, and, and – and as guys are like trying to figure out okay I, I know I don't want to be in the army anymore right but what do I want to do this should be one of the briefings every person who's getting out of the army should get his hey have you heard about this type of organization Correct. for sports um so I think if uh if you guys can tap into the the SFL tap the ACS uh community mm-hmm. I don't know have you guys have you guys had any luck of of banging on
2: that door and, and anybody opening yet I know we have a person on staff, uh, Stephen Ferguson, that's, that's what he's, he's entitled right now to do. He's working to work all those angles right now for us. And some, some, some doors are opening and some doors are not opening as of yet. But I, he's done a great job of knocking on those doors and, and getting our word, the word out there that what we have to offer. Even to the, to the extent that we've now uh, gotten involved with the National Guard. And the National Guard is, is work is working, the Georgia National Guard is working with us with high school young men and even transfers where any young man that, uh, that wants to be in the National Guard, they're going to bring them in and they're going to allow them to play football. Not, not, they don't have to do anything during the football season with the National Guard. And the only time they'll have any, any time with the National Guard will be during the offseason.
1: Yeah, but, uh, but also, the you know, it's kind of like what our guys do when they go pro out of West Point, right? Like, yeah, they're not serving anymore, but right. they're a huge recruitment tool, Correct. right? So mm-hmm. maybe those guys in the off season for the National Guard, maybe they're not doing drill. Maybe they're going to high schools, mm-hmm. right, and, mm-hmm. and telling their story, right? You know, hearing a, a Josh McNary and a Ali Villanueva Martin or – or one of those stories. It's like, oh well, maybe, maybe it's not so. You know, maybe there are opportunities through that route or this route. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's awesome, uh, Georgia National Guard. That's the uh, what, 48th Infantry,
2: right? I believe so yes. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I was stationed at Fort uh, Fort Stewart, so we work with them a little bit. Okay. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get back to Fort Stewart uh, eventually, so um, might be able to catch some games in a couple years down there.
2: Okay.
0: Good. Orlando, why don't you uh, talk to us a little bit about how this came about? I know you were coaching at the Citadel when this opportunity came around and why you jumped on it, jumped on it.
2: You know, it it was uh, you're quite right there. It was I was at the Citadel at the time. I received a phone call uh, from uh, Dr. Shepard. He left me a message, you know, saying that he was he wanted to start a program uh, at Thomas University. Um, for me to reach out to him. I, and to be honest with you, I thought it was a joke. I really was. I thought somebody, somebody was playing game, a game with me. So I didn't pay any mind. A couple of days went by. Um, I didn't return the call. He, he called me back again, and uh, we were getting involved, uh, getting ready for a game, and he left me another message. And this time when he left me the message, he said that he, he received my number and my name uh, through uh, Coach Munkin. Uh, he, he got my information uh, from Coach Munkin. And uh, and I was like, you know, I don't know how true this is. <laughs> Somebody So what I did was I picked up the phone and called Coach Munkin and, uh, and, and asked Coach Munkin, does, did he know uh, Dr. Shepard? And he said, well, you know, Dr. Shepard had reached out to him, or, uh, wanted some names of people that uh, he felt would be a, a good candidates to start, help him start this program. So then, I, I, in turn, I, I said, "Okay, maybe I need to call him." <laughs> so I decide, so I called him back, and and we started talking, and we talked about, I would say, four or five different times over the phone, and then uh, I got involved in the interview process. And the more I heard about his his vision, the more excited I, I became uh, about the program, uh, to the point where. I got a chance to do some interviews uh, on, you know, on Zoom with some of the uh, the cabinet, the cabinet, and and things went well. And I started hearing what what they want to accomplish and how they were going to build the, the facilities and what their plans were. Um, once our season ended at the Citadel, um, they flew me in. And I got uh, it was, I had the opportunity to walk around campus, meet everybody face to face, and. And really, you know, you know, really try to understand his dream and, and and his vision. And I kept saying to myself, "I do they really know what they're doing?" You know, because this is this is this is a big project. This is a really big project. Because at the time they wanted it to be a hundred percent military. Military. They wanted to go a hundred percent veterans, hundred percent. And I was like, you know, that's, that's going to be tough. I felt that that would be tough, and then we kind of you know, talked it down to about 90% and uh, kept talking to him. And he was still trying to convince me. And I hadn't committed to taking the job. And he jumped on the plane and came up uh, to uh, Charleston, South Carolina, where I was. And we went to dinner. And, and he said, listen, you go ahead and put – you know, put the whole plan together. He told me to, you know, put the budget together, what it's going to cost to start a program and what, what you're going to need and to do this. And because uh, originally he wanted me to only have three coaches and, and I, was, I was like, that, that could be tough to have only three coaches and, and start a program like that. And so he gave me about a week to put a uh, a budget together and, 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 and some notes on how to, you know, what I'm going to need, how many coaches I'm going to need to, to put, and then he flew back up again and we sat and talked about it. And I, and I told him I, i'm I'm gonna need at least six coaches, six full-time coaches plus myself, and I laid out the whole budget to him and and everything i I put on the table, he kept saying, yes, no problem, yes, no problem. And I was like something's going something's wrong here. <laughs> it can't be this easy. It can never be this easy. And uh, so he just and I kept I kept giving him things to hoping that he was saying, I can't do it. You know, he wasn't going to buy in, and everything I threw on the table, he kept saying yes, no problem. And I was like, well, I guess I'm, he backed me into a corner. I guess I got to take the job. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, um, I I ended up taking the job, and uh, and, so, and the first first call I made was to Andy because um, you know I, I had a relationship with Andy when, when I worked at West Point, and uh, I respect what he does. I like the way he works with young people.
0: I think we. I think he might have froze up a little bit. Uh, Andy, can you talk a little bit about your first um, uh, conversation with Orlando about Thomas University?
3: Yeah. Well, when Coach O called, he explained it, and I thought that's an interesting concept, and I kind of left it at that, and, and and it went to the back burner for a little while. But he, he called again and asked, and that's one of those things where you just go, man, that that is just wild enough. It might work, and then you really wrap your head around it and go, it it might work. We can make it work. And you get to help vets. You get to create something from scratch, which very few of us ever do. Um, And and I was going to, you know, I'm leaving close to home and there's not enough time left in the show to tell you all the good things about Army and Army prep. I don't have to tell that to you or your audience, but but there was something about it where I I might get my family back closer to my wife's side of the family and I I get out out from uh, the prep school level. And to get a chance to coordinate a defense of uh, a program that doesn't exist, that's built from veterans, like, you know, what's not to like about that? And uh, Coach has been remarkable in making the transition easy for all of us. Uh, President Shepard, if you guys could get a chance to talk to him and you hear the passion in his voice about helping veterans and creating football here, uh, you'd be sold pretty quick that uh, this is feasible and it's possible and we're putting everything we got behind it. I mean, I, we haven't. We haven't had the normal stumbling blocks, you know. We have our problems, so just like everybody else. But uh, to come down here and start from scratch and be welcomed, not just by the by TU itself, but by the community, has been fantastic.
0: Yeah. And, uh, so Orlando, not only did you add, add Andy to your staff, you also added another former Army assistant in uh, Pat Tracy. Right. Uh, talk yes. about like talk about building your staff. And as a guy who who's coached at the academy, knows um, you're bringing in yeah, you're bringing yeah, in yeah, some veterans. You know
2: that's a good that's a good one yeah I, I felt that if I can bring uh, enough coaches around that understood the military life and what it's about to be in the military it, it will be easier for these young men with when the transition so it was important for me to hire guys that understood uh, what what you know young men go through when they're in the military so to hire Pat, that was that was great and then I hired a um, a GA that was also in the National Guard. Uh, I, I hired a, another GA that uh, that's going to work on the D line, uh, assisting on D line. That's also been in in, in the military. Uh, I, I believe we have about five young men that on the staff that have had some dealings in the military, which make is going to make it so much easier, you know. And then plus we have some coaches that also coached, you know, um, military men. I, I have a My linebacker coach and and special teams coordinator, Will Christopher, he's also, he's coached at the Citadel and he was, he's been at the Citadel. So he understands that the the army way, um, the military way. So, and so it was important for me to have coaches that kind of understood and also coaches that might have an idea of what some of these men have been through. Yeah. And I think, um, you know,
1: the, the thing that you get, um, and it's kind of what Coach K just kind of talked about uh, from from Duke, where you you start with character, right? You start with building a character and a culture. You don't just make rules, right? These guys in the military, they've been they've got rules, they've had you know they've had things shoved down their throat, uh, but if you just if you just start with character and culture, right, then the rules become easy practices the whole system works because you got guys that are doing it for a bigger reason than just because coach said so Mm -hmm. um and and i think that's just one thing that um i i know organizations out there do that um but it's like you said coach when you bring guys that understand that that kind of mentorship uh because that's you know we can call it coaching but 80 percent of it is mentorship as well right like it's you know you're coaching them. You know for a couple hours, but the, the mentorship is a huge part. You know, and uh, it's just it when 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 you talk about bringing those guys on, that's what I hear about what you know why you're bringing them on because you're gonna have guys that come in and they're gonna know what right looks like. Correct. It's gonna be it's gonna be a familiar feeling mm-hmm. um, transition, like you said, coach. Make the transition easy, mm-hmm. uh, and that's. That's just, uh, you know, I, I am, so, I am so interested. When Andy first posted this and I saw it, I am so interested to see how this works out because you guys are, you guys are the first ever, right? You guys are just, correct.
2: That is you correct. Got, first ever a you know, program like this, yes.
1: It's just like, Absolutely. man, it's an, it's incredible because you know we've had football since the 1870s, correct.
2: right? Correct.
1: I mean, this is <laughs> this is groundbreaking, man. It's it's it it, it's is. awesome,
2: it's, and it's that's um... what makes it exciting for me uh, to be part of this. Because every step of the way, we're make we're we're making history. Every step we make was just like the other night when we had uh, the players report uh, on campus and we had our first team meeting. That was history. Uh, that was history that was, that that occurred, and it was amazing. It was it was it was a great feeling to walk into the the gymnasium where we had our team meeting and to talk to you know 30 plus men um, that are, are here for the first time uh, to the be the, the beginning stages of this program so it was it was awesome feeling
0: wow. no doubt uh, you are you guys planning uh, to play next season when, when are you guys first play games?
2: We're gonna we're gonna open up um, in in the fall of 23. That's yeah. when we'll start playing. Um, right right now we're looking at trying to, uh, to come up with three non conference games. We'll be playing in the Sun Conference. Uh, we'll have uh, seven conference games, and then uh, we'll, we'll also play three non conference games. Uh, this year, we'll, what we'll do this year, what I, I talked to the staff about, was treated almost like the NFL does with OTAs. Uh, We're gonna go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays uh, this fall and 45 minutes in the classroom and just build up their football IQ again and then go out on the field and do walkthroughs, walk through everything they just learned in the classroom. And I think it's important that we don't uh, overdo it. And I think it's important that we just teach And, 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 and the fundamentals and just teach them the offense, the defense, the special teams. And I think that's the way we can build their football IQ back up again.
1: Um, with that, uh, is this serve as those guys like prep school year then because they aren't playing a season? Or is this like their clock starts this year?
2: No, it's, it's like a prep school year. And it's like a red shirt year for them. So like a like a Chris uh, Chris Carter, you know, it's, it's, it's like a red shirt year for him. So – um, he, he, he would still have two years left, which is amazing to me. He has two years left. And I'm <laughs> like, somebody's just blessed us. <laughs> they yeah. give, give him two uh-huh. years. he been blessed.
0: Yeah, I was going to talk about Chris. Chris Carter is a name that Army fans will remember. Chris, uh, his freshman year at Army, 2015, was a starting quarterback in the Army-Navy game. Now, the other side of the field was NFL-bound Keenan Reynolds, right? right. And in that game – Uh, Army kept that game close. I believe it was a 24-17 score. It was a touchdown game, uh, went down to the wire. Um, I know Army tried some uh, little trickery there toward the end to try to get Mm -hmm. a score on a wide receiver's pass and stuff like that. But Chris Mm -hmm. kept Army in the game against perhaps one of the greatest quarterbacks in Navy history as a freshman. So that tells you what his makeup is all about, right, Mm -hmm. on the field and Mm -hmm. stuff and you saw Chris in um, his first game against Rutgers as a freshman starter he threw for over 200 yards against Rutgers so yeah. i mean this is a guy who has some game now he's been in the army he wasn't maybe you could tell us his story a little bit orlando with him being in the army um, a little bit and how you guys were able to sign
2: him well you know he was in the army um, and i believe he was in the army from the from the time he left west point he stayed in the military uh, and, and, and served and, and, and did, a, did an awesome job serving and then when i landed this this head coaching position uh, he was one of the first uh players to reach out to me uh and reached out to me and say Co- he said coach o uh, i don't know if you remember me i'm chris carter and i was like of course i remember you I, you know I, how, how you doing where are where you at and he says you know i'm home back at, on the west coast and and I heard you're, you're a head coach now. I, you know I would love to come uh, to Thomas University and get my degree and, and finish playing. I was like, uh, I'll send a plane for you. <laughs> I'll send a plane out there to get you. Um, and uh, and he's been great. He really has. He's been great. He's every step of the way. Everything I've asked him to do, he's he's quickly as, as you know as he called me. He's become the spokesperson for the program. Uh, anytime we need him to. Uh, to speak and uh, he'll, he'll speak with, with no problem uh, so he's done a great job and I'm I, I am, I'm am I'm so happy to have him um and he's he's uh he flew we flew him in about a month ago um to when we did like a little uh meet and greet with alumni and and people in the community and he also participated and we had a camp a camp on campus and he participated in that and did an awesome job, and, and people just love his smile and and things that he he's about. Uh, him and the president hit it off uh, really well. Um, and so, uh, and then he just got back on he on campus uh, Friday. He he arrived on Friday, and uh, he he has himself an apartment, and and uh, he's he's loving it. Go, he's back going to class. I saw him today with his books, and you know going going to school. And he said he said to me, Coach O, it's a little different going to school now without a uniform. <laughs> you, know, you know, when he was at West Point, he had to go to school with a uniform on. But uh, so he's, tell, he's he's doing well.
1: You tell him that uh, you got spares, and it'll make him feel more comfortable.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah.
0: he, he was he was quite a quarterback in high school. I believe he played in high school with Royce Freeman, um, who right. you know who had a success, successful career at Oregon and made the NFL. So I mean, okay. he, he was he was pretty he was a pretty good quarterback coming out of the West Coast. And uh, okay. great to see great to see Chris back in football, right? Great mm-hmm. to see Chris among. And you talked about it's probably like when you guys take the field for practices and when you guys get to play games probably like having another coach on the field almost
2: right you're exactly right you're exactly right it's, it's like having another coach on the field and then we we're, we're also very blessed that our quarterback coach uh you know sean jones um won the national championship at georgia tech as the starting quarterback wow he was he was the starting quarterback at georgia tech um uh, when they won the national championship and bobby ross be,
0: stays probably yeah,
2: yeah so um and he's and he's right from here from thomasville and he's from Thomasville. You know, it's amazing this place here, Thomasville. They've had uh, Sean Jones, and they had uh, the, the, the Heisman Trophy winner um, uh, uh, Ward, Charlie Ward. They're, wow. all from, they're all from Thomasville. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's amazing that you know you have. And they all graduated the same the same year from high school. One went to Florida State, and the other one went to Georgia Tech. One wins the national championship, and the other one wins the Heisman. That's that's amazing. That,
0: that is amazing. Good football tradition there. Yes, and now you guys are going to you know continue that, which is that's great. The, that's, um, that's the
2: plan. That's the plan. Do
0: you do you have anybody else on your team with um, an army background? Anybody else on your roster with an army background or
2: uh, I'm to take, uh, right now? Andy, help me out. Do we have anybody now? Well, army we, background.
3: We've Got a couple guys coming. You know, it's interesting when you do get the word out to some of the young men that are that are departing service they say well my ending i turn to service in december or, or october this year they can't get there for the end of the semester so so we we have a future board that has i mean I, I love him because he's a tanker and so was i but we got a young man out of fort stewart coming that grew up in houston uh so yeah we have a couple more coming um, but, but Chris, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is the only one right now. We have a bunch of guys that either are in the National Guard or have signed up and are at basic training now and will join us in January. So right. we've got to be a little bit forward-thinking and understand that what, what we see walking around the football complex every day isn't everything that we got. Um, you wish it was, but but it's not. But, but going back to talk about Chris and, and, and guys that are gone at basic training now and we're getting back or vice versa, that are coming with us for a semester and then we'll leave for basic training in January – I don't think you're going to find a more diverse college football locker room than what we have. Uh, you know, if you send your son as a freshman to come sit in our locker room and he's sitting next to Chris Carter, that's a different experience he gets than the average college football locker room. And you can walk in a room and see some kinds of diversity, but not all of it. Uh, you, you don't see education level. You don't see experience. You don't see faith. You don't see background that, that, that we have that we can offer people coming from all over the country to come join what we got going on here. It's, it's special.
1: I know. I literally want a pamphlet a digital pamphlet and I want to spam the entire army. Yes. And and, I, I and I I don't want my name to be on it, but I want, (laughs) I want everybody from, you know, chief of staff to the lowest ranking private to get this thing, because man, this is, this isn't like as excited as you, I can't imagine. I'm excited just to see this thing kind of flourish and and blossom. Uh, you know, and I'm like, I'm just a football fan, you know, an army fan. Um, But this is um, for, for me as a leader in the army, right. About to be a major, the, the, the opportunity this gives guys to go do something that they didn't have the chance for, or just, mm-hmm. you know, didn't think that maybe, maybe they didn't have the confidence. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I have that where, Guys, like, well, I joined the army because I just, you know, I didn't think I was good enough to play at that level. I'm like, dude, you just, you know, because you know, Andy, uh, Coach O, you know, self admittedly, all my units run the combine. Okay, we we do combine at, at nice. workouts. Okay, I yes. see if guys can do 225, run the 40, and I got guys, no joke, will lace it up and they'll run four fours, four four fives, right? Yeah. Like that's speed, that's speed. Right. All right. And that's, that's like just natural role ability, right. Right. Without any kind of strength training um, outside of what they do on their own in the barracks or at the gym. Um, So like, and that is, that is what's the coolest thing is because I have interacted with numerous soldiers that have the, this is right up their alley. This is, these are the guys you guys want.
2: correct?
1: Uh, And uh, and like you said, you gotta wait for the ETS, right? Like, uh, Right. Like you're, we're gonna be, we're gonna be telling guys to sell their leave dates, right? <laughs> you're gonna ETS, it, you ain't ETSing in September yeah. anymore. It's it'll be August, okay? You're right, showing yeah. up August twenty fifth. Yeah. All right, yeah. we'll get you a weekend,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, and it's I know a it can't, day.
1: right? You can't really mess with that, right? It's not, it's not as easy yeah. as as that, but there are guys um that you can sell leave dates, you can take extra leave. Um mm. uh, and, and and you can do stuff like that to where, yeah, they're not out of the army until this date, but they've already signed out, right? Yeah. And you know, like they, they're already yeah. out of the organization. So
3: Terminal Leave is a wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah. You know,
2: Steve, we were trying to maybe you know have some camps around the country uh at you know different bases and posts around the country. I'll run the Steve.
1: one I'll run the one for you at Fort Carson.
2: Okay. Coach. All right. That would be great. Absolutely. That would be awesome. That will be got, awesome. That's what I've, we got need.
1: Buddies. I've got buddies that play football that are in command out here. We can, I mean, we can touch a lot of people on the Fort Carson. Just, you know, if we just start, Hey, this is, this is what we're looking for. This is what we need to do. Okay. Let's get, let's just, let's get a group. We can run this meeting. You know what I mean? Okay. And we can push it out. Um, okay. And I think, I really, cause look, I've been, I mean, this started when, when did you guys actually know this was going to be a thing?
2: This was in January, January one. We knew it was going to be a thing. Okay.
1: So we're less than a year in. Right. right? And there I have, I've been around Fort Campbell and Fort Carson during that time. Okay. And there's no Thomas U stuff that's floating around. Okay. Right.
2: So and that's been it, the it's, issue getting the information on post. It's, yeah, and, and it's probably
1: a coach O, like you said, uh what it was it Uh what'd you say his name was Fitz Fitzgerald Fitzpatrick? Ferguson. Yep. Ferguson, Ferguson, Ferguson. Ferguson yeah. He's got a lot of red tape that yes. he's got to go through. <laughs> yes. Right? I ain't got that. I got no red tape. I'm a okay. fan. And that's
2: what we right? need. We need somebody that yeah. doesn't have their red tape.
1: That's right. I, I can't imagine the red tape he's got to go through. Exactly. It takes me a while to get something signed, and I'm in the army. You know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> now, Steve, that, that is the case. Is, is it? We we can't go directly to the MWR for Carson. We can't do that. I, as a even as a vet, as a full time employee of TU, I can't walk on and start proselytizing about the virtues of our program. Uh, so there there are limits to what we can and cannot do. Uh, and, and you know, we, we need to be that brochure at every SFL tap test. We, we we've explored that option, but. Every company and every school in America wants to be that, too. And to do that, the U.S. Army or the Department of Defense would have to vet us pretty hard and make sure that this is going to be a solid thing for years and years to come. They can't put their rubber stamp on us just yet. We've just been around since January. So it's understandable yet disappointing that, uh, that that's a step in the process. Years from now, we might be saying a different thing. But for now, it's, it's guys like you. It's, it's word of mouth. It's, it's mm-hmm. uh, a grassroots
0: thing right now. And Steve, no, maybe isn't. there's somebody else, another army football, former army football player at another post, like you said, maybe at Fort Campbell. That's oh, there dude, now, and dude, I'm sure love you love know you. a bunch, right? I mean,
1: I, I, am, I, dude, I, because at the end of the day, right? What are we talking about? We're talking about taking care of soldiers, correct? Right? Correct. Which is one of my biggest passions: taking care of soldiers, mentoring soldiers. Right? That's what we're talking about here. We can, we can, we can wrap it around whatever you got, you know, whatever people on the outside want to say. Right. But at the end of the day, to me, this is taking care of soldiers, giving them opportunities to excel at life in an environment to where the transitions. I mean, I could go on and on. I mean, this is something that is is so intriguing and and so right up the alley of what leaders need to do for their soldiers is finding them the right opportunity for them to, to succeed. That's why I have no problem doing this. I mean, this is just like. If, you know, I had a middle school kid and it was a high school program. Right. Or right. right? It's, it's the same deal.
0: Yeah,
2: it is.
1: Um And, uh you know, and that's another passion. Right. Mentoring our next generation. I mean, that's Correct. what we're doing here. Correct.
3: Yeah. Think, think about that. We can do this. Like, I, you know, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm one guy and we're one staff we can get this done i sure hope anyway that's why i came down here but if you the royal we okay the department of defense there's no reason we can't put together a killer football team in, in a couple of years right there's enough athletes there's enough support for it uh, imagine re- watching us run out of the tunnel and, and seeing a, a marine sticker on the back of one guy's helmet and a navy sticker on the back of another guy and a couple army guys coming out there uh the the, the interest is i think the word you said is intriguing and it's right and if we can harness everybody who wants to see us do well, we <laughs> i think—we'll have a lot of success. But not to say it's going to be easy, but I think we can get there.
1: No, it, it's—I um, mean, like Coach O said earlier, man. Every day is history, right? Yes. First practice Absolutely. for you know it, it's—and um, you know what? It'll be—it'll be such a learning experience too. Uh, it's just—it's um, great, and you know to hear that you guys have the support. From the, uh, you know, from Doctor Shepard, from the community, um, you know, as your, you know, as your extended community, me know you guys have my, got my support, um, and uh, I will, what you know, in any kind of capacity, I will be talking about TU to you, to, uh, to young soldiers, um, you know, in, a, in an unofficial capacity, right? Yeah. Um, but the, there will not be – the rest of my time, there will not be a soldier who's getting out of the Army that I do not talk to him. Have you heard about this? Okay. And have you explored this? And then, you know, I can get with you guys offline about this. But, you know, specifics that they need to know and then what they can find out and, okay. you, know, you know, who they call and what they do, um, that stuff, if, if you weaponize me, I promise you um, I will do my best to okay. – To to get the word out and make sure guys are at least making a call and saying what is what is where are you guys at what do you got what is this what do you mean because I'm a veteran I get the I get to play here kind of deal Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. no thank you we appreciate that imagine ten or twelve of you out there I mean it'll be special
1: well it's it's you know I've got you know we have quite a few Army football forums um, so it'll be uh, because at the end like I said we're we're not. Like we're taking care of soldiers, um, right? Uh, Twenty-two a day is a real thing, and it's because guys can't find guys can't find what they had in the army on the outside, um, and, and we lose a lot of good people because after they leave the army because of whatever reason they 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 don't have that community, they don't have that thing, and what a mm-hmm. transition to to get not only a, a further education but to split play sports both good things for confidence and to to set Correct. you up for success um you know like I said I I'm, I'm bought in I think it's uh I think this whole thing like like I said first time I saw it from Andy I was like what is this I've got to know more about this because this is incredible Yep. Um So I, I wish you guys nothing but the best of luck. Oh, thank you. It, thank you. And
2: I'm sure I'm sure Andy will stay in touch with you. And hopefully we can we can we can get you on the line and talking with, with Stephen Ferguson. And, and hopefully we, we, maybe we can do a camp. That'd be great. if We can do a camp with veterans. I would love to do that. Just yeah. I mean, I,
1: I look uh, every Saturday I do a camp with my with the community. I just go out to a big field. I post it mm-hmm. on my Facebook neighborhood page. I'm like, hey, if you guys want to work out for an hour. We're going to be doing agilities. We're going to be doing, you know, okay. football hand-eye coordination, so, with, just with eight to 14-year-olds, guys going into okay. high school or whatever. Okay. Um, because, like I said, like giving back to the community, mentorship, you know, making sure uh, kids are, are are exercising. Yeah, I that I'll do that on four car. I'll, you get me out of PT, Andy? I'll do that like five <laughs> yeah. times. <a> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <No idea.
3: laughs>
2: So, uh,
0: maybe um you guys could also talk about you know your roster. You want your roster of, of veterans mostly, but you are also can. You are recruiting uh high school kids that are in the ROTC programs too. So maybe you guys could talk about that a little bit. And maybe who knows? Maybe a guy who they go to Army Prep. Maybe Army Prep's not the right fit for them. Uh, maybe correct. West Point's not the right fit for them. And maybe Thomas University's more of an option for them. So maybe, Orlando, maybe you can go into that. Yeah, you want mostly veterans, but you also have...
2: Correct. We would like to have uh, the majority of our team to be veterans. Uh, We we hope to have at least 110 by next fall. Uh, And at the same time, we're we're also bringing in high school young men that are interested in going into the National Guard. Uh, I think that's another avenue that we're we're exploring. Uh, And, you know, it's, it's been really immune, I've been really surprised because you know coaching at the Citadel, we always had issues with young men wanting to be at the Citadel and, and 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 buy into the wearing the uniform and all that. And and now it's been it's been to me I think it's been easy to convince a young man coming out of high school to join the National Guard, which been <laughs> shocking to me. That you know, a young man coming out of high school would be interested in the National yeah. Guard. But you know, the National, had, National Guard has so much to offer to a young man coming out of high school, and especially you know, uh, maybe a, a, a young man that is, it might, if he went to college, had to had to get loans, might have to get loans, and and might not be able to afford to go to college. But the yeah. National Guard is talking about paying for their tuition, giving them a check every month uh and at the and at the same time allowing them to play football so it it's it's a, it's a win win for a young man and it's another way for that young man like you said Steven to go to college get his degree and still you know chase his dream of playing football
1: yeah so, i man, mean it, it, you eliminate a lot of distractions yes. uh that young guys will find themselves in uh um, correct i know i mean i know I, both my brothers played college sports um and so, uh, I know I know some of the things they went through. And although I might have had distractions in a different sense, nothing ever took me away from you know when I stepped between the lines, right? right? Like I was right. I was secured. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like my safe space at a very intense place, right? Was mm-hmm. was football, right. um, and, and like you said, Coach O, it's it's a way for a guy who, you know he could go to school. He could play football possibly. Right. But then mm-hmm. he's got to work. Right. He might have to, he might have to have a job or two jobs. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, he, he may be having to have to borrow books or walk somewhere where he, he you know, walk. I mean, you can keep going. I mean, we all know the college, Absolutely. The college student, Absolutely. the college student lives on ramen noodles and, yep. uh, you know, leftover pizza, <laughs> from yeah. from the the party he went to just to snag it, right? Correct, correct. Uh, um, like I, I can imagine that for, but what a what a mature decision uh, that you find guys that that are like, yeah, I'll join the national guard if they're giving me this and this and this. So yeah.
2: it's um, it's amazing. It's definitely- I, you know, I've also felt that going through this whole process, you know. Um, There'll be some opportunities for young men that you know might not be interested in, in the military or might not be interested in the National Guard. So, and I felt that those young men, those are the young men we can still we can still reach out to, like offensive linemen. It's hard to find offensive linemen that want to be in the military or coming out of the military, uh, offensive line, defensive line. So those are the young men yeah. that you know, that we have – matter of fact, we have yeah. about six or seven young men, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, that, you know, we'll, we'll have some scholarship money that we can use to, uh, you know, have their bill not be as 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 tough on them and their family. Uh,
1: I don't know about you guys, but you should just show them a picture of Ali and Villalueva Martin outs, outside of season uh I Bryce Holland a guy I served with at Fort Campbell together right. that guy's shredded completely shredded now right. um so you know although it may not seem exciting at the time um mm-hmm. it's um you know guys do it and right. you guys obviously have those connections you're like oh well just l- let me shoot let me shoot Bryce a note see if he'll talk to you about how how hard it really is cuz there's thousands of us that have done it, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, j- just to. Say, but Andy, just to let you know, I'm, I'm still 235, baby.
2: All right. I still got. I,
1: you know I still I still can play the mic if I needed to. All right. We'll throw you in that
3: a gap. Let's go. <laughs> uh,
1: that was also one question. What um, what kind of offense defensive scheme are you guys uh, are you guys running uh, like are you going to try to start the program with?
2: Well, on, on offense and, um, you know, I, I've been real careful what I'm saying about the offense because, you know, everybody is waiting to find out exactly what we're going to do on offense. But I, I think that well, – oh
1: hey, uh, that's fine. That's no, no,
2: it, but, it, really, it, you know, it's uh, it really <laughs> – it really, it's not hard. If you really just look at all of our backgrounds, you know what we're going to do. <laughs> you yeah. look at our backgrounds and where yeah. we've come and where we've been it's going to be real easy, but on defense we're going to be multiple. We're going, we're going to be multiple on defense. We'll start off with a, a, a odd front, but we'll be multiple. Yep. Uh, we want to be, three, we want to yeah. be able to attack and, and be aggressive on defense.
1: Yeah, it's good like a like a three four, but can be a five two, can be a bear. Correct. Can have that Correct. kind of look. Yeah.
2: Correct. Cool. Safe
3: bet that it's going to look a lot like. Uh... What what we've been studying for the past eight years up there on the <laughs> bank of the Hudson.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, uh, uh, I I went to a um, a tri academy golf tournament last Friday where Air Force plays Navy plays Army. Okay. It's all the grads, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody caught the the Hudson Rifle and Gun Club or the Hudson Valley Rifle and Gun Club. That school up there. That's what you guys go to. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa,
0: it's
1: a little more than that. All right. But, yes, that is what it is. Yeah,
2: <laughs> absolutely. Wow.
0: So. Is there wow. anything else you guys like to um, tell people about the program before we before we get off? Um, anything that we may not have asked uh, so during the podcast?
3: Just uh, just word of mouth. Thank you. Uh, I mean, Steve, to you personally, but to anybody who, who hears this, thank you because word
2: of mouth is where we're at right now. Right. Until there's and that's, company, and that's what we need. We need the word to be spread out. And spread it throughout the country because it, it's we have something special here. We have something special yeah. here. At, at you Thomas need University. every
1: ETS from 16 August 2022 yes. to you know 16 August 2023. Right now, man, you need right, we need is. to talk to all those guys, correct? Right now, um, and, and make sure they know this is an opportunity. I mean, it's it's Absolutely. uh, and uh, understand that yes, you have a year to build a program and you want guys now. You know, you know right. what wins games is athletes. At the end of the day, right? Absolutely,
2: yeah. absolutely. So, and and, and the but
1: facilitating is, athletes in the right, right spot, knowing absolutely. how to
2: how to play. And, they, and they're going to get coached, and they're going to get yeah. coached by some really good coaches that have been at some major programs around the country. And they're going to be taught. They're going to be taught the right way. And, and, I'm, and my goal is to make it feel like a Division One program.
1: Yeah, Andy, I'm going to talk with you offline uh, in the coming days. Uh, I'll shoot you a note tomorrow. Um, just kind of talking points and, and I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna start running with this this week, uh, okay. for you guys. I think it's, uh, uh thank you. Like, I, yeah. like I said, man, Now nah, th- this is taking care of soldiers. This is, this is, uh, you know, basically if you could, if you could put a personality of a football school, right. Uh, of caring about soldiers, uh, giving them opportunity to extend their education and, uh, play a game that they love. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just, it's a no brainer for a lot of these, these, a lot of these young soldiers who don't know what to do. Correct. They just know that, you absolutely. know, they're, they're done serving.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yep. so, mm-hmm. uh,
1: absolutely, mm-hmm. man. I, I'm so excited to see you guys uh, next year, whatever kind of package I have to have to put on the credit card. I'm going right. to get yeah. um, so, um, so we might be able to give, you know, Immediate recaps on Army and uh and on TU, man. That
0: would be do great. that would be it. Let's do it. Hey, guys, thanks good. so much for coming on Thank the podcast. You, Thank you Andy for having us. Yeah, yeah thanks for we learned a lot about the program. Uh we hope to have learn a little bit more. You guys feel free to keep in touch with us okay. and once you maybe even get closer to uh to next season, we'd love to have you back on. See what the progress is, see what the progress is right now. And uh yeah. it, it's all it was awesome for this for this time to talk to you guys guys check out um our podcast check out the uh, our youtube um page also black knight nation and i'll have this up on this is up on black knight nation twitter and my personal twitter too and I'll, i'm going to retweet it out too to get get the message out even more about this great thing that orlando and andy are doing with thomas university and the football program made up of mostly uh, uh military veterans uh another edition of black knight nation podcast um Thanks again for everybody watching us. And we'll be back uh, Sunday, right? Steve, we got a big one on Sunday. Uh, we have uh, Ahmad Bradshaw scheduled on Sunday for the Black Knight Nation mm-hmm. podcast. So that'll be great to catch up with Ahmad. So uh, hey, Thomas says hello. we Will do, Coach O. We'll Appreciate hey, it, guys. Have thank it you. Time. Thank bye. you.
3: Beat Navy. Bye.
1: Beat them.